0: Me, Daniel K, host of the Daniel K's Let's Plays Podcast. The world's first audio only video game let's play podcast in which I, Daniel K, play video games like it's a YouTube Let's Play series. Except you don't have to go onto YouTube. You can just put it in your earphone ears. You can put the on the you know, audio. It's a podcast. Yeah, boy oh boy. Hi. Uh you might have just if you're a regular listener listened to the Eurotruck simulator episode that uh, just went up uh, well hey guess what get ready for a good old trip back to the past because I haven't recorded that episode yet I've just uh, sat down to record that Eurotruck uh, simulator episode I open up Steam and oh there's updates um, it's been updating for fully uh, 20 minutes now And, uh, if I look at the bar, it says I'm more than halfway through the update. If I look at the estimated time before, uh, launch, uh, is an option, it's 1 hour 37 minutes. So I don't know what it's doing, but I, uh, I'm gonna, I don't wanna, like, lose my, lose my, uh, podcasting momentum, so I've just gone out into the kitchen, uh, and opened up my pantry, where I keep my breakfast cereals, and, uh, vegetable stock and pasta and uh, tin tomatoes, butter beans um yeah, hydrolite all that kind of thing and I reach in and I pull out my Game Boy Color which is where it's been sitting for the last couple weeks because my son hid it there for some reason every time I've opened up the pantry there's been the Game Boy Color there on the bottom shelf and I'm like well okay cool it's just the new place for the Game Boy Color I guess but I went out there and I disrupted his plans whatever the hell they were (laughs) It's a goddamn mystery to me. I've pulled out the Game Boy Color. Uh, I'm going to turn it on. There it is. Game Boy Color. Uh, I've got Legend of Zelda... I think Link's Awakening? Yeah, Link's Awakening. 1993... 1998. Copyright 1993 and 1998. I think that means it was uh, released on the... Nintendo or Super Nintendo, 1993. Would have been Super Nintendo by then. Released on the Super Nintendo, 1993, and then released on Game Boy Color, 1998. That's what I'm getting from those numbers. Um, I'm going to load my son's save. Here we are, just out front of the shop in the first town. Swinging the sword. I basically just made him a character named after him, Joseph, uh, so that he could get to the uh, kind of green grassy park in the first town and just cut the grass with the... With the sword. That's, that's pretty much the absolute peak of enjoyment in this game for him. And it's not that high. He was he was interested for maybe 30 seconds. Then he was like, okay, I think I've seen everything that Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening has to offer me, Joseph. A two and a half year old. Um, and, and then he lost interest. And every now and again I pull it out and he can cut the grass for another 30 seconds. If I need him to do something for 30 seconds while I go you know whatever it is I need to do but uh, yeah just just uh, as an emergency effort I figure out let's progress this game a little bit huh we're in the the first town the sort of I don't know where we are what kind of town it is let's see if we can walk to the sort of I walked up north from the shop to where the, the field of grass which you can cut is I cut all the grass I got like 19 rupees uh, let's, let's go backtrack to the west to the entrance of the town where I entered it and see if we can't find a, uh, a sign there's some boys throwing a ball back and forth to each other. Here's a sign. Uh, Oh. It just says what's out of the town, not what's in the town. Uh, Tail Cave and Toronbo Shores. The Toronbo Shores is where I woke up in this game. Uh, I had to kind of uh, navigate around, avoiding sea urchins and uh, spitting octonauts or whatever they were until I found my sword. And I got my sword, and now I can kill the enemies who... uh if I don't kill them. Launch nuts or rocks or whatever at me. Missiles. Yeah, uh, the next thing I need to do is... Uh, I forget the story. Um, oh, sorry, I'm just talking to a boy throwing a ball around. I don't really want to talk to him. He's just talking about mechanics of the game. I'm still in the kind of tutorial. A zone of the game where, where boys throwing balls will tell me that if I save then I need to hit this button and that button and whatever and after I save if I return to the game I'll be teleported to the last doorway which I exited or whatever um, I'm on a screen now just north of the boys I all I know is that my next objective is in the forest the kind of dark and dismal forest to the north of town so if the screen I'm on I know that if I walk to the north I'll get to the entrance of the forest I don't really know what's on the other side of it though but here on the screen there's like a cliff which I can walk up to the top of and I'm at the top of the cliff and there's a well below the cliff and if I jump down the cliff I can get into the well I don't know if I've already collected the heart container inside this well which I remember from my childhood playthroughs. let's just jump down and see Whoa, whoa 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 no it's totally empty down here I've already got the heart container so I exit hope the game audio is loud enough for you it's kind of quiet I wish I had like speakers that I could plug my Game Boy into. Alright, let's go north into the forest and see what's on the other side. Mysterious forest. It's a little bit mysterious. Says a sign out the front of it. Just cutting the grass. See if I can't make a couple bucks out of cutting the the grass. Get some rupees out of the grass, maybe. Steam says one hour twelve minutes left. Uh, I'll keep you updated on that. Okay. So the music's just changed. Because we've entered a kind of dismal dungeony area. It's not dismal at all, it's just like foresty. We're in a forest. And there's a slight blue shade to the screen of my Game Boy Color now that I've entered this dark and mysterious forest. No enemies on this screen. Let's see if we walk further north. Ah, two weird blue pigmen. They kind of look like uh, blastoises but if a Blastoise was slightly more of a pig. It's maybe a pig with like a a thick black vest on. I've just killed one of them with my sword. They fire arrows at me and I've just wounded the second and now killed it with a final deadly blow from my little, uh, little sword that I've got. And this screen is cleared. I can move to the north or the east. I'm going to try the east. Ah, one more pig man or woman. I can't tell from way up here. My perspective, my God's perspective. Top down watching Link go around murdering these pig people. Uh, there's uh, nothing here except the boulder which is blocking the entrance to a little, sort of, uh, area of the forest. Which I can't get to because there's a boulder in the way. Uh, and as I I walk up to the boulder, there's a little dialogue box which pops up. Wow, this looks pretty heavy! You won't be able to lift it. with just your bare hands. Uh, I can see on the other side of the boulder there's two, a weird kind of, um, sort of putty orange putty enemies kind of popping up and down a little bit like diglets they look a little bit like diglets the shape of a diglet with just two eyes it's basically a diglet except they jump off the ground every now and again Um, but there's a chest in there as well I won't be able to get that chest until I have some kind of way of lifting this boulder so let's go up to the north ah screen the two pigmen bang bang one is dead and then bing bang pow so is the second It dropped its heart on the ground and I scooped it up, and if I had taken any damage then that uh, pig monster's heart would have replenished my life force. But uh, yeah, Uh, this screen is now clear. There's a little passageway off to the east. There's a large thoroughfare off to the north, and kind of a medium-sized road off to the west. Let's go west. Okay, we reach a uh, kind of northwest corner with two pigmen in, and they are now dead. Uh, This is a closed loop, so I'll head back east to this uh, north-east-south-west crossroads, uh, and I'll take the thin little passageway off to the east, rather than the main thoroughfare to the north. This is the problem with Zelda games, and me audio-only Let's Playing them, is that it it just gets bogged down to, like, map description. Hang on, let me just kill this pigman, and I'll get into more detail. It gets bogged down to me describing, like... ...literally the mechanics of every screen... ...as far as where there's an exit and where there's not. It turns into like cartography of the mind... ...rather than theater of the mind... ...which is what happens with... ...a really sort of plot-heavy game... ...like um... ...uh... uh, ...Stories of Monogatory... ...Ihetovo Monogatori, ...which is like a game which is just... ...all plot. It's just basically short stories in, in an adventure game format... Uh, but with uh, Legend of Zelda: Link's Awakening, it's like you're—it's fun for me exploring a map. It's maybe less fun for you hearing about the intricacies of how the map specifically works, the minutiae of navigating through it. But uh, you can forgive me. This is a bonus episode. This isn't a real episode. This is a placeholder. It's just going to get sort of, you know, plopped out on the heels. Of the, uh, of the proper episode which is going to be euro truck Simulator which I'm going to be able to play in one hour and three minutes according to this Steam updater yeah this one's just uh yeah a baby born on its brother's heels thanks Nick Cave For Saturday gives what Sunday steals and a child is a born on a brother's heels Sunday morning a fist born dead and a shoebox tied with a ribbon of red uh, we'll go head on down south from this screen. Oh, there's one of these diglets. Ah! Oh, ah! It got me. Ah! Uh, I cut it in half, and there were two of it. And then one of the little one... Oh, Oh shit! I got some kind of magic acorn for killing it. You've got a guardian acorn. That makes me invincible. It'll reduce the damage. Oh, it'll reduce the damage taken by half. I'm gonna use it to kill the two pigmen. And quickly run while I'm still in. Uh, I got got a a, a a defense boost. Okay. Yeah, I killed the two pigmen. Uh, so in this screen. There were two pigmen and a diglet. Uh, I attacked the diglet first. It split into two diglets. One of them jumped on me uh, and kind of slowed my movement. I don't think it damaged me at all. It's just it made me kind of vulnerable to p- the pigmen. Uh, but no one got me in the end. I, I defeated the two smaller diglets and the two pigmen. I cut the grass. There's only one exit. And it's to the east. I'm going to take it. There's a two pigmen and a diglet. I'm going to kill first one pigman. Oh, I, I kicked it down a hole. Oh, the, the diglet fell down a hole. This is a screen with four holes. Two pigmen and one diglet. And I've just killed the final pigman or woman. Uh, and uh, in the centre of the four holes, which are aligned in a kind of square proportioned cross, uh, one at the north extremity of, of, of what you would imagine a square to be, one at the east, the south and the west... You know, the center of the edges of an imaginary square. In the very centre there's a a patch of like long grass. I'm suspicious of it. I'm gonna chop it. Oh, there was nothing inside it. I thought it might have been uh, some kind of hiding place for a secret item or something. A little bonus. I guess uh Hey, that's a thing, isn't it? Sort of symmetry in a work of art denotes uh like creation, cosmic order, a purpose to things. That's what the photographer uh, Robert Adams says about his compositions, which, when you look at them, they're kind of plain and mundane. He kind of... His his big thing, Robert Adams, is, like, looking for uh, beauty in the things that we see around us, and one of his techniques is to line things up symmetrically. I think it's something that we do naturally when we take photos, is we kind of line things up to be kind of... Symmetrical sometimes, I guess. But yeah, he really put it into words in a way that made me remember what he said and then try to say it again into a microphone and then say it like a goddamn fifth as good as he said it. So never mind. Let's just get the hell out of this screen. Ah, in the middle of this screen is there's a a tree surrounded by grass. Off to the right side of the tree, there's a single, solitary, lonely pig person which I have felled with my sword mercilessly. It's it's gotten to the point where I feel bad for these pig people because not a single one has hit me with not a single arrow That they are firing constantly Just like every five seconds or so and I just like run around them like they're stuck in a uh, In in like mud or in slow motion or something just chopping them into pieces with my sword. I make mincemeat out of them And I've still got this buff Listen Does it last the whole dungeon now? This is ridiculous. This is amazing. I, I've walked up north, past the tree, past the uh, the site where I killed the pig person. Uh, and now I'm on a screen with a little lake in the middle of it. Which is uh, bounded on all sides by a fence. A low rock fence, so I can't jump in the water and drown myself out of shame of, of massacring the pig people. Uh, I can just walk uh, the one... Uh, Exit available to me Apart from the way that I entered the screen And that's to the west So it's kind of like I'm looping around on my own path a little bit here Uh, Two pigmen on this screen One of them might pose a challenge Because it's carrying a sword and a shield Ah shit, oh no, no shield, just a sword Uh, I'm uh, running circles around it I accidentally walked into a heavy rock So the dialogue, oh it got me Oh this one is, no it does have a shield It's got a sword and a shield It's chasing me around in circles And it exacted Vengeance for all its fell brethren. Uh, Ah, it's really got me again Come on. Ah, it got me a third time and now I've got it twice and it's dead Worthy adversary. I immediately picked up a um, Heart I guess because I took no damage even though that thing got me twice Maybe that's what the acorn does like, the pig man or pig person would normally have dealt me half a heart's worth of damage, but because I had the acorn, that damage was reduced to nothing. So I could have stood in the center and then just let it hit me again and again, and it wouldn't have done anything. Okay, so I can exit this screen, the side of the massacre of the armed pig person, uh, to the, either to the north or to the south. To the south, it's like a medium-sized exit, and I think it loops back to a place I, I could have gone earlier. To the north, there's like a wide opening... Uh, in this sort of forest floor area, uh, I'm going to take the take the north route. I don't really feel up to looping around. I'm not a completionist. Ah, two diglets and a pig man, pig person. I killed the first diglet, and it's two uh, digletlets, and now the second one and the pig person. Uh, there is an, a sort of cave entry here. The steam is saying I've got 47 minutes left now just to keep you updated. There's a cave entrance which is blocked by heavy rocks which I can't move yet. Uh, there's an exit to the west and an exit to the east. I'm gonna take an exit to the west first. Oh, okay. Hey, there's a chest, but I can't get to it uh, because I can't access much of this screen at all. I'm just off in a tiny little partition which is separated from the rest of the forest by, uh, by some holes. So if I could jump over the holes, I could get to the chest and also the rest of the forest. But I can't jump over the holes. I can't jump yet. I've got to get some kind of jumping item before I can do that. So let's head back east. And you know what? Seeing that, I want to head back down south. I'm going to head down... This is the side of the uh, murder of the armed pig person. Uh, They haven't respawned yet. I'm going to head down south. Oh, shit! I'm glad I did. There's a a screen here with one pig person. And there is uh, a cave entrance here. Which is exciting. There's also an exit to the uh, west and to the south. Um, Yeah. I bet the west one will uh, lead me on a merry trail up to the the chest. The south one, I don't know where it goes. I don't know where it would go. That's exciting. I'm going to go south after this. Because I feel like it might be an exciting dead end with a thing in it. Which might be of interest to me. Just because of, like, the path that I've traced around this uh, Legend of Zelda map makes me think that it's probably a dead end to the south. Because I went on, like, a loop, uh, like a U-shaped loop around to get to this point. So there's, like, a tiny little space at the sort of bowl of the basin of the U, which is unexplored, if you see what I mean. But this uh, cave entrance here has a sign out the front. This is probably my first area of concern. Let's read the sign in front of the cave entrance. Beware of floors with cracks! A heavy person should not stand on them. Okay, uh, I'm going to enter the cave. Oh, I'm in a cave. I'm in a Zelda dungeon cave. There are areas of the floor with cracks. There are also areas of the floor which are just straight up holes in the ground, which I'll fall into if I if I if I am not careful. There are also what I suspect are bats in this room. I had to um, deduce that from some clues. It's not obvious at first. The clues are uh, the glowing eyes of the bats, which show up in some of the uh, black spaces, uh, demarking the holes in the ground. So some of the holes in the ground have little, two little white eyes in them. There is a total of four what I think are four bats. I think if I walk close to them, they're going to fly out of the holes at me or just around the the room, be awoken and fly around the room in a kind of random pattern, you know, random bat attack pattern. There's also in the center of the room, a chest, but to get to the center, I'd have to walk around the outside perimeter of the room, which is a path covered in cracks, but surrounding the chest are crystals, which I'm not sure if I'm able to break. To the north, there is an exit. You see my problem? This is like the first room in a dungeon, and I've already spent... I think I would be unsurprised to learn a full minute describing how this one room works, and there's probably 50 rooms just like this, just as complicated. Uh, so this is why I don't really play Zelda games very much. But uh, hey, you needed. You needed a, you, I, I, I need a game to play before I play Euro Truck Simulator. And there's another 36 minutes, according to Steams. Steams? Steam, before I can play it. So let's just trigger all the bats. Take this, you goddamn bat. I killed the first one. I'm running on the cracks on the floor. I've alerted one, two, three bats. None of the cracks broke. I'm going to try smashing the crystals. I can smash the crystals with my sword. I kill a second bat. I'm going to open the chest. I can't because there's a rock in the way. Oh, I'm going to have to st- I have to walk all the way back around to near the entrance so that I can step up to a crystal and smash a crystal so that I can push a rock into the space where the crystal was. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to kill a bat on the way. I kill a bat. And now I killed a th- the fourth bat. Oh, shit, I fell down a fucking hole. I'm a moron. Oh, it's OK. I'm teleported back to the start. But now, one of the uh, bits of floor with a crack in, it's now a full-on hole. So I can't make my way around the perimeter. I have to, I have to exit the cave and try that again. And everything is reset. It's as if Link didn't exist. It's as if Link has gone back in time, which is a goddamn thing he does all the, all, all over the place. He goes back in time all the time. He's going back and forwards in time. That's the thing Link does. He wakes up. Oh, I'm gonna go down, goddamn, go back in time today. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm Link. Anyway, I'm gonna kill the bats and run around. I killed the first bat and ran around. I got a super acorn. Got a guardian acorn. That's a, that's a good... I should not worry about the bats so much. I'm running around. I'm trying not to fall in a hole. I'm smashing. Ah, oh, shit. I forgot to... I should have smashed the... Why didn't I smash the crystal when I was near the entrance? I'm a huge idiot playing a Zelda game. I kill a bat. Ah, oh, running around. Kill two bats. There's one bat left. It's hidden me. I haven't... Okay. Cool. I've killed all the bats. I managed to smash all the crystals as well. I'm going to push the rock out of the way of the front of the box. I'm going to open the box. Fuck that! Oh, 50 rupees. Okay, it's okay. I opened the chest and I got a blue rupee. Each one of those bats dropped a blue rupee. And so I was like, five rupees? Why did did the box contain five rupees? But that's okay. The game is ahead of me. It's smarter than me. It gave me 50 rupees, which is a perfectly adequate reward. Very nice. And now my total rupees has gone up to 79 rupees. Uh, Now let's exit this screen to the north. Ah, oh, that's a... Oh, shit! Green diglets are coming up out of the ground. When I killed them, they didn't... uh, They didn't split up. One of them dropped a blue rupee, which turns out is only one rupee. I said it was five rupees because I'm... I guess my first Zelda game was uh, Ocarina of Time, where a green rupee is one, a blue rupee is five, a red rupee is 20. The yellow rupee is 50, I think. So I saw a blue rupee and I thought five. But no, blue rupees are one. Is that right? I think that's right. Anyway, it's, it's just a it's just a boring old bend. Oh, there's a heart piece in this cave. There's also a um a rock pushing puzzle. Um, uh, there's some skulls which I'm not able to lift. Ah, uh, okay. This is a tough puzzle. Okay, I see. I can't get the heart piece yet because I can't do that part of the rock pushing puzzle because some skulls are blocking some spaces where I want to push a rock. I think could that be the case? Hold on. Uh, Yeah, I think I can't get there because I can't lift a skull. All right. We exit. Oh, we're back in the uh, back in the the uh, the dungeon forest, the mysterious forest. we're on a a screen, which I would call a cul-de-sac. The only the only exit or entrance is to the north. This looks suspiciously like the bottom of the bowl of a basin of a U shape, like in the middle of a map, maybe. Like a I don't know. I, I'm in a I'm in a dead end. Uh, where the only way I can go is up to the north, as far as the forest goes. Obviously, like a, I could go back in the cave. Anyway, no enemies here, but there is. A conspicuous mushroom growing in the off in the corner so I'm gonna go get that mushroom oh I got a mushroom you picked the toadstool as you hold it over your head a mellow aroma flows into your nostrils okay I got some kind of mushroom it's been so long since I played this game and even so long since I started this game with my uh, little kid and I wasn't really paying attention when I started it with my little kid That I don't remember if that's a quest item or not or what I do with a, a toadstool maybe that's what I was in this forest trying to find who knows, not me, anyway let's take the exit to the north Ah! Some long grass, two pig people one of them I can get to and have gotten to and have killed the other one is another, another area of the forest map which I can't access uh, because there's some, uh, some uh, seemingly bottomless pits in the way I'm just sort of partitioned off from that area of the map. But there is an exit I can get to, which I haven't explored yet, to the east. So I've taken it. Oh, it's a dead end. Oh, look, there's the chest I saw from the other side. I'm on the other side of the, uh, there's the chest. Yeah. Remember when I said there was a chest, but I couldn't get to it because I was in a little sort of area of the map, which is just a tiny little area of the map. You can't get to the rest of the map because there's holes in the way. Well, now I'm in a whole nother other area of the map, which is a tiny area of the map and you can't get to another area of the map because there's like rocks in the way or like an elevated, you know, elevated ground in the way. I can't get there. That was fun. I guess I have to go back through the cave now, I guess. Yeah, if I had the ability to jump over pits, I could get back to the rest of the area of the map. But as I don't, my only option is to re-enter the cave. Gonna do this rock puzzle again. Oh, uh, yeah, I completed the rock puzzle. Oh! Oh, no, I haven't. Oh, shit. I guess I can only push each rock once. I have to reset the puzzle. Oh, this is a puzzle. Oh, this sure is a puzzle. I'm going to push this one up. I'm going to push this one up. Oh, boy, how do I solve this rock puzzle? I have to reset it again. Okay. Alrighty. Okay, I push this rock to the right, this one to the left, this one to the right, this is under the up, and there we are. I've solved the rock puzzle. Man, that gives me hope that maybe I can get the heart piece. Hang on. Let me do... Let me try and get to the heart piece. Oh, I see. This rock is one which I can't move. If I... Okay. There's a an immovable rock. Even though it looks exactly like all the other rocks, it's just immovable, I guess. Fine. Yeah, I can't get to the heart piece. All right, uh, killing the green diglets, which pop out of the ground up here. They didn't hit me at all. They dropped a couple rupees. Oh, the bats are come to get me. I'm on the... Uh running around the crystals. Got to run back around the crystals and get attacked by bats. Ah, shit, I've been attacked by a bat. The ground opened up beneath me, but I didn't fall down. I killed all the bats, and now I've exited. Okay. So I'm back in the place where I said where I was interested in heading south because it, I thought, would lead to the, uh, the kind of dead end in the middle of a U shape. You remember when I was describing that area of the map in, like, tedious detail? Well... 24 minutes left is what steam says so let's keep on playing uh yeah so i'm interested in what's down south of this because i feel like it's going to be an exciting dead end with interesting things in and there's also a path to the west which i can take which i think will get me to that secluded treasure chest which i can see from oh so many angles but could not reach yet so let's head south first and then west south down we go oh i know this place oh shit i've been here Oh, you know what that means. Yeah, this is the screen where I first got the invincibility acorn. That means that when I came through this screen with the cave entrance in it, I just didn't notice the cave entrance. Could that be true? Let's head west and prove that that's true. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I just didn't mention the cave entrance. I didn't even register. Yeah, I'm back in the s- in in the uh, in the screen where I described a small exit to the east, and then a large thoroughfare to the north, and then a medium-sized road to the west. So the large thoroughfare to the north, it turns out, leads past. Oh, okay, a tree. There's a raccoon here next to the tree. But if I just pass, oh, I tried to pass by the raccoon without talking to it, and it's just talked to me as I try and exit the screen. Because if I head north, I'm going to get to the treasure chest, which I was able to see. Tantalizingly from oh so many angles But not access So I tried to head to the north But this raccoon Or this tanuki Or this uh, this uh, mystical character Zelda game character Is talking to me now Heheheheho! <laughs> You're going to be lost Thanks to me <laughs> That's what the raccoon says As a raccoon, my nose is very sensitive to stuff like dust and powder. Okay. So the raccoon says I'm going to be uh, lost because of the raccoon. And every time I try and walk to the north, it laughs. I can see its little Sprite laughing. So let's let's see what happens when we walk to the north. It says I'm going to be lost. And now I walk to the north. Okay. There's no treasure chest here. Although I know logically in my brain that there should be one here. I'm transported to a different area of the map. As I walk north again... So th- this was a north-south tunnel, but one with a pigman to the east and a tree in the middle. And now I walk north again, and here's the uh, here's the, the lake where I felt guilty, uh, but I wasn't able to access the lake. As I head west, here's the armed pig person and the unarmed pig person. I managed to slay the armed pig person very effectively this time, even though it got me three times before. And now as I head north, here's... Uh, Two orange diglets, an invincibility acorn and a pig person. There's also a cave entrance which is blocked by rocks which I can't access yet. And there's uh, an exit to the west and an exit to the east. I know if I head west now I'll be able to tantalizingly see the treasure chest but not access it because I can't jump over holes. And I know that I haven't exited to the east and I think that I have seen every single other area of the map. Uh, so I know I can safely exit to the east. I just need to come back when I have some kind of powder in my pocket to throw at the raccoon, and then maybe it won't confuse me anymore and I can get to the treasure chest and see what's inside it. Uh, I'm just going to have a little break. Not a not a break which I'm going to need to edit out or anything. I've got a vodka and soda here, which I made for myself ages ago. I'm slowly working on it. It's made with the juice of a fresh lime. A lime which I cut in half and I juiced. And it's real tasty. Oh, yum. I'm a big fan of um, vodka and soda with fresh juice. Um, I'm excited to try it. I bought a bunch of limes to make myself vodkas and sodas with this past weekend. And I also thought, hey, I'll buy a grapefruit. uh, A pink grapefruit. And I'll try vodka and soda with grapefruit juice. And then I made it. And like when you juice a lime, a whole lime, it fills up maybe a half inch at the bottom of your glass. I juiced my pink grapefruit and the entire glass, like no, half the glass was full of grapefruit juice. There is so much juice in a grapefruit. There's more juice in a grapefruit than I think there is juice in any other fruit of a comparable size. Like that would be my suspicion. If I were to die and go to hell, and the devil would give me some kind of impossible quiz, uh, and one of the uh, one of the millions of questions, uh, which I maybe wouldn't get wrong, is which fruit has the most juice in it? I might say a grapefruit, because I juice that grapefruit. That's a weird hypothetical which I've brought up, but I'm not going to edit it out. In a different... If this this is like a bonus episode... If this wasn't a bonus episode... Then I'd totally just cut that weird non-sequitur out... About the devil torturing me in hell... That's just a thing that happens in my brain sometimes... This the devil gives me quizzes... Like impossible quizzes... Which I could never know the answers to... And then as pu- like I get punished if I get it wrong... Even though no, no sane human would ever get it right... That's like a thing that happens in my head sometimes... Uh, and I was... I was reading the uh, the comic book, um, what's it called? Paper Girls. And in the first issue of Paper Girls, the same thing happens to the main character. And it was like, oh, that happens to me too. She had like a dream where she went to hell and the devil just gave her like some quiz. It was like a, like a really difficult, like, you know, a train is going in one direction and the, this is going in the other direction. And she was like, oh, I don't know. And then it did something terrible to her. I think I did a big old spike in her head or something like that. Anyway, it's a really good uh, comic, which I've only read the first two issues of, I guess. Uh, Where was I? Oh, yeah. um, Grapefruit, probably the juiciest fruit. And so my plan was, next time I'm at the shop, I'm going to buy two grapefruits. So then I can have an entire glass of grapefruit juice and then just add a little vodka to that. So instead of a vodka and soda... It's a vodka and straight grapefruit juice. That's what I'm going to try next. I'm a big grapefruit friend. I'm a big grapefruit fan. Yeah, I know some people hate grapefruit. My wife hates grapefruit. I understand. It has an acerbic quality, which is deeply unpleasant. If I was going to be really mean to grapefruit, I'd say it had a tiny faint flavor of stomach acid. They're just like in the back of my mind sometimes when I'm enjoying a grapefruit, when I'm really enjoying a grapefruit Sometimes like a little sort of doubting Thomas brain cell at the back of my head will go It kind of tastes like stomach acid, doesn't it? Yeah, gross, huh? And then all the rest of my brain goes, shush, 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 no, I like grapefruit I mean, you have to put a bit of sugar on it if you're going to eat it straight for breakfast, but it's a very, you know, a fine flavour to enjoy. And then the little doubting Thomas brain cell goes, "Yeah, sure, you yeah, you tell yourself that." Nah, it tastes like goddamn stomach acid, you, god, you, you silly Billy. And then the rest of my brain eventually wins out, and I should have shush, shushed that hater down, like you all should at home. Don't, don't listen to it. It doesn't taste like stomach acid. No, that's a, that's a bold-faced lie made up to keep us all out of the grapefruit shops. Buying sacks of grapefruits and sucking them down our gullets, filling our stomach with that uh, t- deeply acidic, acerbic, vomit tasting fruit. Oh no! Okay, back to Zelda. I head east. Oh, pig people, I'm killing them. Not just the men, but the women and the younglings too. Oh, I killed them all, I got a heart off the ground. I'm still invincible. Ah! Oh! I'm out of the woods! There's no uh, change of music because I still have an invincibility acorn. But yeah, I, I, there's no blue a uh, t- uh, tint to my screen anymore. I'm out of the confusing woods. I've come out the other side. I didn't really realize that there was another side. Cool. I guess there's just more like Zelda environment around here. More, more, more fields. There's a kind of f- trees, rocks, grass. There's holes in the ground. Uh, In the center of this screen there's a heart container. I can't get it because it's entirely cordoned off by holes. So when I finally get the ability to jump over holes I'll be picking up this heart container. Uh, And then I could jump uh, off the platform which the heart container was on and jump and use the north exit. But as I can't jump I can't get to the north exit. I can get to the south exit and the east exit and if I really felt like it I could backtrack to the west but I'm not going to. I'm going to choose either south or east. I'm going to go east. I'm going to go east. Ah, okay, this is a dead end. But if I could lift up rocks, it wouldn't be a dead end. Uh, I'm in a tiny little parceled-off section of a map. There's a sign here. I'm going to read the sign. Uh, It says, To the east, Crazy Tracy. To the south, Mambo's Pond. And I can see there is like a little... It's like a little pool of water here in this map, which I can't get to. And there's a little house, like a little shack. But I can't get to that either, because I'm in a little area... Which is sort of parcelled off and kept separate from the rest of the map. And when I get the ability to lift rocks, I can lift rocks and get to the rest of the map. Fourteen minutes left, ladies and gentlemen, according to the Steam update update processor. Uh, so let's go back. We're in this in this uh, in this screen with a heart container on an island surrounded by holes. Uh, the only exit I can uh, the only exit I can access but haven't accessed yet is to the south. So let's go south. Oh, a thing. I remember these. Oh, another thing! There's a pool of water with a fish which shoots fireballs at me. I have to dance around because I can't get to the fish because the pool is is, uh, is, is, is surrounded on all sides by a low rock wall. But there's a... a thing. It's like, you know that Pokemon, um... what's it called? You know that blue Pokemon which one of the Team Rocket members had? I'm gonna exit the screen so I can describe it properly and try and remember its name. A Wobbuffet. It's like a Wobafet. You know how Wobafet, the blue uh, kind of psychic confusion style Pokemon? It's just like a kind of blob with like blobby legs at the bottom and like a crazy face. There's like one, there's a thing exactly that same shape here in this game, but it's green instead of blue. It's like a, a Wobafet, Or is it, it's not Boba, no, it's a wa Wobbuffet. And if you hit it, ...it it casts confusion on you or something like that. And the Team Rocket member who had it in the anime... ...she was always bashing it and beating it and abusing it... ...and it was like... ...because it couldn't do anything... ...and then every now and again it would do some crazy psychic move... ...and just destroy everything. Yeah, it looks just like that except it's green. And I remember from my childhood playthrough of this game... ...Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening... That if I walk up to this Fett looking character and I hit it with my sword, the screen's gonna go all crazy. And do I take damage even? Let's go on and hit it. I'm gonna hit it with my sword. Bang! Yeah, I take damage if I hit it. I think I can kill it. I think I've got enough hearts to kill it. But it would leave me real crippled on like a tiny fraction of my, my, my health. So I'm just gonna avoid it for now. Okay, I'm in the south. I can see a cordon-off area of the map which is, has a gravestone in it, but I can't access that. It's cordoned off by, uh, by trees. If, if I was coming up from the, from the map to the south of this map, I could probably access it if I was in the right place. And there is a staircase down leading south, which I imagine would loop around and get me to that uh, tombstone. But it, it, the staircase is blocked by a rock, so the only way I can, I can head is east. And there's like a little stone path leading to the east. So I'm going to get on the path. It's almost as if a, a normal human being who isn't some kind of crazy fett monster or a pig person or a fish spitting fireballs. It's almost as if a normal human being lives around here and they made a path. But that's almost too good to be to be believed by me in this, in this current state. Because every single map is just full of monsters. Let's head east. Oh! A spooky dead tree! A bleached uh, grey tree trunk with uh, leafless dead reaching limbs and a skull and crossbones uh, perched up in its in its eaves uh, occupies the center of this particular map there's an exit to the north I can't access because I can't uh, lift a boulder or jump over a pit which are the two things I'd have to do to get to that northernmost exit Um, If I were able to jump over a pit, but not lift a boulder, I could still exit to the east and the south. Because there's an exit to the east and the south, which is cordoned off from me by a, a pit that I could potentially jump over in the future. But as it stands, I can't jump or lift boulders. So all I can do is walk up to this tree, this desiccated grey tree with a skull and crossbones in it. And I see there is an entrance, a doorway in the trunk of the tree. A thick, wide tree, and there are smaller, scary-looking trees to the left and the right of it, like uh, almost like dead tree sentries. They've got faces on the front of them, evil-looking faces. It's kind of uh, Carl Jung's evil tree archetype. Uh, Carl Jung theorized a lot about the monsters you run into into in D&D uh, style games and adventure games and video games, and he talks a lot about the uh, evil spooky tree archetype. Talked about how in the text adventure Winter Wonderland there was a scary evil tree with a face. Talks about a lot how in uh, Might and Magic 6 there are enemies who are scary trees and in Might and Magic 7 and they've got faces on them. And in all kinds of kids' animation and media there's scary trees. You think they're just like normal trees at first but then they come to life and they've got a scary face in them. You know, those ones? Yeah. Yeah. Jungian archetype of a scary tree. I made all that up. Let's enter the tree. Ah It's not a dungeon. I thought it would be a dungeon, but there's a witch with a rat. Oh I'm charmed There's a witch with a, a little blue pet rat and the rat is like jumping around her house. Hello. Oh, I went to talk to the rat, and I accidentally swung my sword, at it. luckily the rat is invincible. It took no damage or even any notice of me and my swinging sword. I would hate to have gotten on this witch's bad side, because she looks like a cute little witch. She's kind of got, like, a big nose. She doesn't have any obvious, like, warty, uh, you know, skin disfigurements or anything. She's just got kind of, uh, long orange hair, a big tall hat, a black witchy hat, and she's stirring a cauldron. She looks kind of, as far as a tiny little sprite goes, a tiny little sprite which is like a fraction of a centimetre large in real life in front of me, she looks pretty cool. Like a cool person I might get along with. Let's talk to her. Double, double toil and trouble, she says. A toadstool mix makes powder for tricks. Oh, well, fantastic, I've got a toadstool. Let's talk to her again. Oh, she says the same thing again. Okay, I think this is some kind of game mechanic thing where I have to enter the menu uh, and instead of my sword, I have to equip a toadstool, which I've done. I exit the menu and now I present my the, the, the toadstool in my inventory to this witch. Aha! It has the sleepy toadstool. It does. Oh, we'll mix it up something in a, in a jiffy. We will. Oh, and She speeds up and she's mixing like crazy and now she's finished. Oh, it's already it is. Take care, there's not much there. Why not try a bit in my hut? Uh, I've got some magic powder. Try sprinkling it on a variety of things. Okay. There, I've got 20 doses of magic powder. I've got 14... No, 13 minutes left of the update uh, Steam Euro Truck Simulator update. Uh, I could sprinkle some on the rat. Or there's a little... Uh, a place where I think a fire could be lit here it's like a little uh, like an empty cauldron yeah like a like a brazier there's a brazier here a brazier I'm gonna sp- sprinkle some magic powder in it I beg your pardon oh good job says the witch use it on your enemies and see what happens if you run out go to the forest pick some mushrooms and I will make you more I better not use any on the rat because it might catch the rat on fire. Uh, so let's exit. Let's go find the the raccoon. We're going to backtrack into the crazy forest. I've walked west of the tree. I've walked north of that. I've walked around the Fett, I've dodged the fireballs. Here's the heart container. I've walked west. Ah oh, no. Oh, no. Some pig people are coming and I don't have my sword out. I've just got magic powder. 19 doses of magic powder in my hand. Steam update is now saying 18 minutes. So it's just fucking with me at this stage. I've equipped my sword, I'm gonna... Oh no! Yeah, I've got my shield. I forgot I had a shield. I wasn't using it at all. Anyway, I got my... I should have used my shield when that pigman came... Pig, pig person came at me with its sword. And did me a right old mischief three times in a row. I should have used my shield. I forgot I had a shield and I could hit B and use it. Anyway, I've got a sword and a shield now instead of a shield and a magic powder, which is what I had before. I'm gonna quickly defeat these pig people. Bang! Wallop! Bish bash! Smish! Smash! There, they're all dead on this screen. So I walk down here, I I kill another pig person, and another uh, orange diglet, and then another orange diglet. Oh, shit! An upside-down triangle flashing. I think this is invincibility. No, it's a super uh, power upgrade for my sword. It's temporary. You've got a piece of power. You can feel the energy flowing through you in my sword. I can now, I think, kill the pig people in one bang. Oh, they fly across the screen and explode into into great big puffs of nothingness. You want to hit them with my sword. Yeah, Glink has become even more cruel. Oh we head down south. Oh, kill another pig person oh, head west. Oh, kill two more pig people, bang they fly across the screen and explode into nothingness. Pick up their hearts off the ground and eat them. And up north we come and here's the here's the little raccoon, the Tanuki, the mischief uh, spirit. I'm going to sprinkle powder on it. It's spinning around the screen, bouncing off the walls, getting faster and faster and now poof. Oh, my gosh, it's turned into a human being. Oh, the last thing that I can remember was biting into a big juicy toadstool and then I had the darndest dream I was a raccoon. You might have noticed, listeners, I started in with this voice, and then the text in this game had an accent already kind of built into it. So I had to wrestle with that for a second. But hopefully it won't come up again, and I'll just continue with this voice. Oh, I was a raccoon! Yeah! <sighs> Sounds strange, but it sure was fun. Okay, cool. There was no more accent. Uh, let's equip my sword again. Let's... Equip my shield and I'll talk to this man. Oh, I will tuck it out. I think I better set a sp- s- set a spell before I head home. I guess that means sit, but it did say set set. an Egyptian God of something or other. Let's head north now. Ah, oh, would you look at this? Oh, there's a treasure chest in the middle of the screen, this is the one which we could see from every single angle left, right, from below, from beneath, from above, from behind, but we couldn't get our fingers on it and now, Link has finally gotten to this little secluded area of the forest and is going to reach for the lock with his trembling hand, oh, and he fidgets with the mechanism and POP, it bursts open, and we got the tail key! Oh, that was less exciting than I wanted it to be. I thought I'd get the ability to jump or lift boulders, but no, I got the tail key. So I get the the ability to access a dungeon. Now you can open the tail cave gate. Oh, an owl. Hoot. Take the key and go to the tail cave. Retrieve the instruments that is hidden there. Go now. The wind fish is waiting. Hoot, hoot. All right. Uh, there's still a tiny little corner of this uh, forest area which is unexplored, which I can now get to that I'm on this screen. There's a little uh, little exit to the west which I'll take. There's a pig person which I've killed in one fell swoop. This is the one which I saw uh, earlier but couldn't get to. Uh, there's another pig person in the south of the map which I killed earlier but has respawned, thankfully. uh, 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 alleviating my guilty feelings. These pig people just kind of come back to life eventually. Yeah, I'm separated from it by a pit. I was on the other side of the pit, now I'm on this side of the pit. I killed this pig person instead of that pig person. But there's an exit to the north, so let's take it to the north. Oh! And we're out of the forest. We're in another kind of Legend of Zelda-ish area. Um... There's a large, sort of wide, thoroughfare exit to the north of the screen, but I can't get to it because there's a big, uh, like, wall of holes in the ground. Uh, and when I learn to jump, I'll be able to jump across and exit this screen to the north. Uh, also on the other side of the holes in the ground, there's a pig person firing arrows at me. I'm protected by this sign, uh, which I'm standing behind. And there's also a hut, a tiny little hut. Who knows what it contains? Not me. Let's read the sign. To the east, Gopongo Swamp. To the south, Mysterious Forest. Why does every single sign only have two directions? I'd love to know what is north of here. Anyway, I'm going to run to the east into Gopongo Swamp. Oh, no, a thing! I killed it in one fell swoop. And also a pig man. Or pig person. Also dead. Yeah, it's one of those things which steals your shield, you know? One of those, like, masturbation sleeves. Sentient masturbation sleeves, which live in the dungeons in Legend of Zelda. And they kind of suck. ...link into them. Yeah. (laughs) As though he was... ...an erect male penis. And then they kind of... ...stimulate him up and down... ...until he ejaculates shields into them. And then they spit him back out... ...and he doesn't have any shields left. And then they run off... ...with your shield. (laughs) Oh, maybe I've had slightly too much of this vodka and soda. Yeah, uh, there's an exit to the north I can't get to. There's an exit to the east I can get to. But there's also a, a... ...like a tree hut... Um, there's a a nice, fresh, green-looking living tree with a hut door carved into it. And there's a sign which looks like uh, it's got a a telephone on it over the door of this tree hut. So this is some kind of telephone office. Ten more minutes until the Steam uh, Eurotruck simulator is updated. So let's go into the uh, telephone office. And there's nothing in here except a telephone on a table. And a single, solitary chest of drawers. Let's check out the drawers, Joseph check the chest, wow this is a nice chest, yeah it's just a nice chest of drawers, good solid workmanship I guess, work personship. let's answer the telephone, bring bring, hello it's me, Ulria, ask me anything about this island, if you get lost give me a call, bye, click. What happens if we talk to Ulria again? Bring, bring, bring Ulria speaking. Hey, you know, there's a library in the village that might have some good information for you. Talk to you later, click. Oh, thank you Ulria, I've made a friend. Uh, Yeah, a pen pal or whatever the telephone equivalent of a pen pal is, Ulria. Yeah, I think that's the tutorial library. Oh no, the masturbation sleeve is back. I had to, had to hit it with my sword twice this time because uh, I don't have the power up anymore. Alright, there's an exit to the east. We'll take it. Here we are, in a swampland. Danger! Keep out! Except Bow Wow. Okay, I remember this. I have to get the, the Bow Wow, the kind of uh, ball and chain monster who's li- who lives in town. It's kind of like a weird dog monster. I have to get that on a chain somehow and bring it to the swamp so it can eat some kind of big fish monster which is in my way uh, but for now you know what I have to do I have to backtrack through this spooky forest which I'm doing right now as I speak to get to the uh, the dungeon of tail the cave of tail or whatever it is so I'm quickly just killing pig people backtracking my way through uh, this forest of mystery I'm almost through it because I'm running past pig people up oh, this person this pig person uh, oh, after I killed them, dropped an acorn. I wasn't able to spare them because they were in my way. Uh, and now I'm just exiting the forest to the south. And here we are back in the kind of town area. So uh, in the in the dying minutes of this particular Let's Play, oh, here's the, here's the chomp chain, the chain chomp, the domesticated chain chomp, which is just sort of here chained up uh, in front of uh, some lady's house. Yeah, I'm going to go to the east. I think there's an exit to town over east. Uh, here I am in the field of grass, which, which which I originally started this game to give to my son to play to chop the grass. Uh, yeah, I go to the north. There's a shop. And now here's an exit to town to the east. East Ukuku Prairie. Further east, animal village. Okay, but I can't get there because there's rocks in the way. I go to the north. Oh, there's no nowhere to go here. I just have to backtrack to the West. And oh, now I'm back in town, a little boy here. Where do I go? I heard that you can press select to look at the island map, but I don't understand what they mean by that. OK, cool. Yeah, here's a big old map. Cool, that was good. I guess I should save the game now. How do I save? Is it AB start select. Yeah, save and quit or return to game. I wish that wasn't my two options. OK, I won't save yet. Maybe I have to exit town to the south. Oh, maybe it was down on the beach. Yeah, let's go check out down on the beach. Walking through town. There's a fenced-off house with a chicken in the yard. There's the Bow Wow. There's a little house with an old lady and a chicken out the front and a stone wall. There we are. Go down south past the two boys, throwing ball a ball to each other. Here we are, heading... Ah, here we are. Tail Cave. It said so on the sign right at the start of the game. Tail Cave is to the east. Let's start walking east. I'm along the kind of grassy park area, which is to the north of the beach, but to the south of the town. In between the town and the beach, there's a grassy park area. I'm walking through here, killing these monsters. Bing, bang, boom. Ah, one got me with a rocket sped out of its mouth. Oh, but because of my defense buff, because of the acorn buff, I was undamaged. Cool. I'm walking down south. I'm walking to the east now. Here we are, here's the tail cave. Uh, Oh, I walk up to a keyhole in front of the cave, on a pedestal, and now the door opens. I enter the cave. Level one, tail cave. It is a cave with blue stone floors, red stone walls. I'm in a room with four torches in the corners of the room. There are statues with eyes, strange statues with single large eyes in the front of them. There's uh, eight of them in this room and they're arranged in a symmetrical pattern around me as if this is some kind of entrance way. There's an exit to the north and an exit to the west. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to hold down AB start select. I'm going to save and quit. I'm going to put down the Game Boy. Oh, my God. And Steam still says it has another eight minutes before uh, Euro Truck Simulator is updated. Wow. If I play Euro Truck Simulator now, I'm going to be playing into the wee hours because it's kind of late. I didn't really believe Steam when it said uh, it had a whole hour to go, but I guess I should have believed it. Oh, well. um sirrah, sirrah. Plus change, uh, whatever else applicable sayings there are, um, uh, yeah, oh boy, it's been a weirdly, uh, I don't know what the name of, uh, what the word is for something where it has momentum. But I had a lot of momentum, just like going straight ahead, describing everything that was happening to me. There was no there was no space to just chill out and like say what was on my mind. That's the problem with the Zelda game in the audio only format. It's all description all the time. You have to be on your toes, like this is like colour commentary to a sports match. This is happening, this is happening, this is happening, this is happening. It's not It's not very satisfying, I don't think, an experience. Like you are probably gonna like you saw this episode pop up and you're like, Oh, some Daniel time. I can have that human noise in my ears. Maybe I'll see what Daniel's doing, what's happening in Daniel's life. Maybe I'll get some of Daniel's opinions. Wonder what he thinks of this. But no, you just got 100% Zelda. Descriptions of Zelda. One one weird description of, a, of devil dreams, which I, I daydream sometimes. Which came out of nowhere and didn't really make any sense. Uh, but yeah, apart from that, it was all Zelda, 100%. You didn't get anything else. And I sometimes wish that uh, that my my podcast episodes have, have like space to be calm and breathe in them. And this one didn't have any of that. Uh, anyway. Oh, hey, look. Uh, the updater says four minutes left. That's more like it. So uh, with that heartening news, maybe I will get an episode of Eurotruck Simulator recorded tonight. And maybe I won't get it done, you know... Maybe I will get it done before two o'clock in the morning. I hope so. Uh hey, thanks everyone. It's been a pretty weird bonus episode, hasn't it? It's been a weird bonus episode. A weird hour hour long, full steam ahead, all my energy expended bonus episode, which is just gonna ruin the episode which comes after it. Which you will have already have listened to. Oh well, my apologies, huh? Alright, bye everyone. See ya.